Dipset versus though that shit was bomb as fuck. Okay, yeah, we started now. What, what's going on? Yeah, I heard about that. You, uh, I'm sorry, who did the verses? Locks versus Dipset. <laughs> See, I, I had no like. I heard. I know. I've heard of Jada Kiss. Like I know who he is. I've seen him on music videos and shit. Like I know when I see him, but um, like Locks and Dipset. Well, Jada Kiss is part fail. of the Locks. Yeah, Jada Kiss is part of the Locks, and then you got Cameron, who's part of Dipset, and Jim Jones and Joel Santana, or whatever. But the Locks, I gotta say, they fucking killed it, bro. Like, like. Jada Kiss oh, yeah. deserve all the attributes. <laughs> I, yo, I heard, um, um, I heard, yeah, Jada Kiss killed it. Like, people was really fucking with him on that shit. So, uh, just give us a second, y'all. We just uh, uh, sharing the show out on Facebook right now. Get some more folks in the live stream before we get started. And um, yes, 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 we are talking about Black China and her sensationalizing trans attraction we are going to get into that shit i'm not seeing it being shared on facebook though oh no there it goes okay all right i gotta write this yeah but but apparently jada kiss like his streams rose heavy too so oh i bet you know this is kind of like one of those like that moment when um Missy came out on the Super Bowl and like Missy Elliott kind of got a, a a small bump off of that. Like she came out with that track afterwards. She came out. It was like not a track. It was like an album with like four songs on it. The shit was dope, though. True. True. It was it was it was it was some dope tracks on there. It was just, you know, it was only four songs. I was expecting a little bit more. Nah, she wasn't going for the LP. She was doing the EP. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, I'm gonna give you a little taste. <laughs> and what up yeah. with Treya, Maddie, Brianna, Kanisha? I feel like DMX right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's going on, ladies? Thank you for uh joining us here. Just give me one more second, and I'm we had uh one of the fellas, he kind of dropped off. He was he had some connection issues, so we wanna Trying to give him a little bit more time to get back in, but I don't, it might not happen. Um, let's see here. Just want to share this with my friends and family. And then, um, we shall be all to the motherfucking good. All right, cool. Well, yo, yeah, that verse, look, everybody was blowing up that versus. Jay <laughs> Kiss, you know. It was definitely a shit, man. Um, yeah, it was a good look for the culture. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just not a big, you know, New York. Like, I, I feel like that was a very East Coast thing. Oh, it was. <laughs> and like, that's why I just really didn't care too much about it. Like, yo, if they had cash money going, if it was a, a, a cash money versus <laughs> no limit. Uh, uh, versus like I would be glued to the screen. Like I'd be here for that shit. Like cash money versus like it'd be dope because I love those guys. You know, I'm I like the no southern limit. dudes. I'm good with no limit, but cash money, nah. Cash money, they they had their time, bro. They had their time. Just like any either one of them other two crews that was there, they had their hits. 
You know, people still they playing had, back that ass up at all the weddings. Now, but see, with the locks, they had their hits, they had their more hits, and now they got future hits. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so, I mean, look, we're going to get into it because uh, Bree already jumping into the topic. So, <laughs> appreciate you on that one. Oh, and Corey's jumping back in. I think we might have him. Cool. Corey. Sure. You, you good? We were having signal trouble before, y'all. Corey, you, are you good, man? Can you hear us? Everything all right? Oh, not yet. <laughs> but anywho, um, everybody uh, that's listening, thank you for joining us for yet another another episode of the Men Like Us podcast. Um, you know, I hit my I hit the one year anniversary on this show like a month ago. So it's like we've been doing this shit for a little bit over a year now. And um, congratulations. You know, it is what it is. I, I've, been, I've definitely enjoyed doing this. I've enjoyed touching the lives of men. I've enjoyed conversing with men. I've enjoyed creating a new community of men on Facebook. Um, you know, it, it's been nothing but but upside. So um, it's been a dope experience. And uh, I thank everybody who's still listening, who's still with us. So, you know, as always, this is a um, this is a, a men's space, a show for men by men, trans amorous men. Um, this is a men's space, lady. So we're going to keep it real. We're going to speak it how we feel. And, you know, we're going to we're going to it's all coming from the heart here. So, um, Yo, you know, I do on. this show for the fellas. While ladies, we do fucks with y'all hardcore. We love y'all. This show is for the men. I do this to reach men. I do this to help men understand themselves, help to help men, you know, to get conversation started that might help them grow in some areas. So, you know, tonight's topic is definitely near and dear to my heart. And, you know, I'm very passionate about it because, you know, I care about this shit. I care about I care about this stuff. Um, we're gonna add Corey in and check one more time. Corey, you with us? What's up, Corey? Hey, how's it going, bud? How you hey, doing? doing all right, Can you hear man. me? Yes, sir. Yep. Yes, sir. All right. So, um, the question, question. Can I play petty just one time real quick? Okay, real quick. Okay. Limitless Liberty just said Black China is a flop. She needs to pay homage to Tiger who made a whole, whole existence. Now, before Tiger, she really wasn't too known. So, I gotta give props to limitless, limitless liberty on that pettiness right there. <laughs> okay, and we're, we're, we'll get to all that. I just want yeah. to introduce the topic. So, um, yeah. So, Black China. Um, actually, it didn't start with Black China. Black China sensation, you know, uh, has been canceled. Um, you know, for sensationalizing trans attraction. Um, she put out. A couple tweets uh, calling out her ex, Tyga, saying, yeah, by the way, Tyga, um, and I think I have the, um, we have a picture of the tweet here. So I want to put this out so people can see it. So she said, Tyga loves trans. Me too. Tell the truth, Tyga. Um, and those are the two tweets that she put out. Before that, before she put out those two tweets, this um, rapper name, oh, let me take this banner down so y'all can see it. This rapper named Sada Baby um, 
put out a post saying Tiger really was fucking with the tranny and the world just blew past that Dwight Howard too. So it started up with this guy, Suda Baby, or sorry, Sada Baby, um, shaming, trying to shame Tiger, trying to shame Dwight Howard for, you know, engaging with trans women. And these guys are, let's be real, these guys are both DL as fuck. Um, Dwight Howard is DL as fuck. Um, Tiger is DL. He's not, while he's doing what he's doing and the girls know about it, he's not really making that a part of his brand. He is not open about it at all. He has not commented on it. Um, lately, at least. I don't remember how he commented on it, but so he this, this all came to a head with him a few years ago in 2015, um, he there was this whole like outing, whatever situation with he had a he had a, a situation ship down low relationship. Uh, he was cheating on um, Kylie Jenner with uh, a model named yeah, Mia Isabella. Isabella. Yeah. Um, you know, just Google her name. She's a gorgeous woman. And, you know, any man would be lucky to be with a woman like that. So um, that was his DL side hustle. That side also a side relationship. And so that came out 2015. Now today, this rapper puts that shit out there trying to embarrass and shame him. And then Black China double, doubles down on that shit. And Black China, you know, doubles down on that shit with her post. Again, um, Tiger loves trans too. Tell the truth, Tiger. Um, and she said that she did too. She said, me too. But, you know, I want to really what I want to address with this tweet is, you know, just the bullshit that she tried to fool with it. Like, in my mind, and Phyllis, I'll let you chime in right after this, but in my mind, I saw that and I'm like, it, it felt like some really grimy, messy, gossipy kind of shit. Like, yeah, and he fucked with trans girls. Like, yeah, that's right. Tell the truth. You know you do. You know, nigga, you know you gay. Like, I, I was reading all that kind of energy from that tweet because that's the kind of energy I see a lot of times from cis women when it comes to men who date trans women. It's all it's all about the outing. It's all about embarrassing them and shaming them and, and making them feel other, trying to put them to the fringes. Like, yo, nigga, you weird. This is wrong. Like, I'm getting all of that. I'm reading all of that from this tweet that she put out. And, you know, it just reeks of like 90s era Jerry Springer sensationalizing of, you know, men being with trans women. It seems very outdated. And I feel like she was trying to, with those tweets, she was trying to play to a base that, you know, fucks with it. And obviously now that she's gotten all this backlash, she's trying to claim that her account was hacked. And I don't believe that bullshit for one motherfucking second. Not one goddamn second. So, you know, Corey, uh, 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 I'm gonna let you have at it, man, and just, I wanna see what you think about this whole situation. And then, you know, we'll, we'll move over to Mike. Yeah, yeah, like with that whole situation, it's, it's, it's it's shameful for for her to like try and shame you know put shame on it and it's just all the way around like you know if, you know if, if he is like 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 we talk about if, if he is a, a download guy you know um we all have a journey we're going on and you know some of us ain't ready to you know 
uh, maybe step out into the light. If there's there's a lot of variables with that, and, you know, and the negativity, like like you said, when she posted the way she posted, you know, like you know you you love trans women, like 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 you're saying it like it's a bad thing that he, that he loves trans, or she's saying it like it's a bad thing that he loves trans women, and yeah, so I mean, I'm 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 with you on that, Mike. Yeah. Um, from what I was getting from it, I was reading into it like she was a quarter of the way stepping out like she loves trans women as well, like kind of like putting herself out there, but all the while taking her ex-boyfriend who she knew had been with me at Isabella and was like, let me expose him so it takes some of the weight off of me when I actually come out as saying that I love trans women. So it's like, literally, she like she was being nothing more than like an opportunist, from what I can see, if that makes sense. Mm. Well, you know, yeah. um, <laughs> and, and that's really, um, and I want to pull up a comment, because somebody had, had uh, addressed this earlier. Yeah, Bri had, had addressed this, saying, didn't Black China say that she was attracted to trans women too? And that's correct. You know, I've heard people say, well, you know, she 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 says she was attracted to trans women, too, or that she fucks with the girls, too. And it's like, that's cool. But let's not play dumb. Like, it's the same as a man coming out in that way. Like, women kind of get a lot of in this when it comes to this space and exploring your sexuality and stepping outside of the heteronormative box that society wants everybody to fit in. Women get a lot more grace when it comes to that than men do. And a lot of times it's a lot more permissible for a girl to be a lesbian or experiment with other women than it is for a man to fuck with another man or to fuck with somebody who is not a cis woman. Someone who a lot of people in society uh, views as a man. So, you know, there's a lot of... I don't know. It's it's like you're just really there's a just there's just a lot more that goes into it. It's just not the same at all. Like she can do that and she would be fine and nobody would be like, oh girl, you do that? Like fuck that. But a lot of people would be trying to invalidate wrongly, try to invalidate that man's, you know, his manhood and and you know, it, it just wouldn't be good. It's it's just I'm not saying, you know, that people shouldn't be, men shouldn't be open about it, but let's just not play like it's the same for men and women. That's all I'm trying to get out there. That's all I'm trying to say on that on that point. So she did say that in the tweet, but I didn't care because I know all the baggage that comes with the man, that, you know, all the judgment and the scorn that comes from men a lot of times from the outside world, you know, who, who they trans with me. So, um, that, that's really why I was kind of just really down on what she was saying, and I really just didn't fucking appreciate that shit at all, because it was just like, I don't know, it was, it was, it, somebody else uh, commented, the shit was messy. She was just, um, Latreya, you were right, she was just being messy, and Joanna uh, on YouTube is absolutely correct as well. Tiger does need to come out the closet. But, you know, him being in the closet doesn't give her free license to, you know, try and shame men that, that like trans women. That's just stupid as fuck. I can't fuck with that shit. That shit ain't cool. So, you know, her 
and, and it, it's 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 not cool but it's also you know she's got a large audience like you're trying to embarrass somebody on a national international scale like for what for what i don't get that shit that's just fucked up dude ain't nothing right about it not to mention hypocrisy you know that part <laughs> for sure for sure and um Kanisha says she was doing nothing but being messy. Um, Limitless Liberty says she is just mad because Mia looks better than her and her surgeries look more natural and effortless. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I would agree with that. Can, can I say something here on that? Yes, like, sir. Not, not necessarily that comment, just on the situation at hand. It just kind of came to me like, I feel like a lot of the times, you know, when people, you know, what's the term they say, clout chasers, whether it's negative or positive. I mean, who knows? That could have been some sort of publicity stunt on her part to try and get attention on her to, and riding on the backs of a community that's being oppressed. And there's so much media attention on it, you know, with the news media and, and like a couple of years ago, the big whoop de do about the restrooms and all that good stuff. So there's a lot of attention on it. So if she goes and makes a negative comment like that, you know, she gets attention on her, and now she's riding on the backs of the community, getting attention of, oh, look, I'm on the parade, too. You know, it's like, you know, I, I felt like you know, maybe that's part of it, too. She's using it as a way to, to get attention, you know? Mm. Yeah, uh, I, I think so. I think she inserted herself in the, but it backfired. So thank God it backfired. Thank God that people stood up and you know, said it was wrong and people were really railing against her for, for, for what she did and how she did it. Like trying to out somebody and embarrass them in that way is not cool. Especially on such a public international stage like, like social media. She has tons of followers. That That is not what this man needs. This man, what, what would have been better, what I think would have been better for her to do is, yo, my ex, Tiger, he loves trans women, and there's nothing wrong with that. Anybody that tries to judge him is wrong. Like, she could have stood in support of this dude, and that shit would have been dope as fuck. Like, she could have commented on it and been supportive. But now she want to be messy little, you know, ain't shit, ain't, ain't shit chick. I just want to be messy about shit, and that, that you know, it's you know, trying to get a bunch of likes and retweets just because you want to embarrass and make a joke about somebody else. Yeah, I get that. I don't know their relationship. I I don't think they're enemies or anything like that. But, you know, I'm just glad the community stood up and was just like, yo, we ain't with it. We ain't with that shit. And that shit ain't cool. And, you know, Slam Conception on YouTube um, uh, said she's basically insinuating Tiger is gay. We know that's what she means and what people think. And that's exactly what it is. Hey, y'all, this nigga gay. It's, you know, like, it was just like, yo, I'm outing this dude. He's gay. Like, tell the truth. You know you do this. Tell the truth. Like, that shit, that, that, that shit is whack as fuck. It's I'm not like her. What's up? It's people like her. That's the reason why that shit in Cali that time happened. Like, you know, with a with a cis girl, like, points out, like, oh, that's a man, blah, blah, blah. And then the trans woman got beat up. Like, yeah, it's because the of women like, heart attack, right? Yeah, it's because of people like Black China. 
Absolutely. And the, the thing is, so this, this, this leads into a larger conversation that, um, you know, really, it's a, it's a problem with cis women. It's a problem with cis women, period. Cis women like Black China are the fucking problem. Cis women like Black China that want to embarrass men, want to put them on blast, want to shame them, want to make men pressure, make men feel like they're not real men, all these things because they date trans women like women, y'all the fucking problem, dude. Not all women, but these these particular cis women who engage in this this behavior. You're the fucking problem. You're the reason why men are DL. They lie up and down about who they who they doing, what they doing. They lie to their family. Like obviously there's other things with it, but that's a piece of the puzzle. That's a piece of the puzzle. Don't no man want to be invalidated. Don't, like these guys are worried about being invalidated as men sometimes. And that fear is realistic in a sense because they've seen it happen to other men. Oh, that nigga, he do this. I don't fuck with him. Oh, that guy, oh. Oh, he's done that. I will never let him stick his thing in me. I would never let a man that's like so trash. It's so trash. And I, I, I'm i not an anti-woman guy or nothing like that. I just want to acknowledge that cis women have a are, are playing a role in, in the in, in the fucked upness out here in the fucked up situation that we're in. They they play a role in creating it. You know, so I mean we did uh uh we, we, we commented on a story. There was a uh if y'all don't know where Diane Diane Torje she puts out great articles. She's not with Vice anymore but just check her workout it's still up on the internet. And, you know, she did this article about a guy, you know, she, she tells like the stories of men, which was absolutely amazing. And one of the stories was a guy, um, he, this guy told the story about what happened with his relationship after his girlfriend found that he was viewing transgender porn. And the relationship just completely collapsed. You know, she was she was worried about him being gay. She was very insecure. You know, she was looking at him sideways, like she just—it it just didn't work out. And, and he got nothing but scoring. But like that, those are the kinds of incidents that dudes look at. It's like, yo, I'm not going through that. I'm just gonna lie and say I don't do this shit. I'm going to delete my my browser history. I'm going to put passwords on my porn folders. All that shit. Like, what the fuck is it running away from shame? Like, shame is a, a, a chief a chief. Reason why a lot of dudes lie. I'm sorry, I'm kind of going on one. I, I know there's some people on the show. Just no, you're right though. You're right though. <laughs> like I, I mean, the whole thing is like if if people didn't shame people for what their attraction is, I mean, you know, motherfuckers wouldn't be over here like playing games or hiding shit, being DL like that shit wouldn't exist. For sure, for sure. And I've been waiting to get on this for a minute and I, I didn't concoct a whole sermon or whole show around, you know, pretty much telling a lot of cis women that they're the fucking problem in this shit. But I mean, it's just reality of the situation. Yeah, and, and, and I would love, I'm sorry, go ahead, bro. Oh yeah, and I was just gonna say too, it's like another thing that could feed into, you know, uh, you know, cis women, you know, hating on trans women is, you know, I've heard, comments like you know some women are like they feel like their their womanhood is being attacked by trans women 
are wanting to become, you know, you know what I mean, in transition. They feel like they're being attacked by yes. trans women. They feel like, you know, that as they would say, oh, oh, the men are just coming for, you know, our womanhood and all this stuff. They're, they they already have the power and all this stuff, and now they have, now we have men trying to be like, uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's a bunch of bullshit, you know, that's, <clears throat> I think that's, that feeds into it, too, and, and some of them, some of these extreme uh, social justice warriors who are all, all who are against trans women who, who feed into all, all this, and it, it gets into other people's heads, and you know, people who are weaker minded are easy to be led on by something like that, and and they just mm-hmm. follow it. Even if it isn't truly what they think, but you know, weaker minded people like what, what's what's a what's a what do people say like the sheep and the wolf, you know? Yes. So, and and you know another out because I would you know I'm on Clubhouse, y'all follow me on Clubhouse. I'm on there. Not every day. I'm not on there too too much, but you know I was on Clubhouse in a in a in a room full of cis people. And I like being in those rooms because doing relationship talk in, in rooms with just cis hetero people, it's like talking relationships on easy mode. I fucking love it. But we were talking in there and, um, you know, trans stuff started coming up. So I spoke the fuck up. But it was just like a, um, one woman, she was just like, she, she felt like trans women were, like she felt like the appearance of trans women in her life she she felt like she felt like there's an erasure of her womanhood like this is erasing her as a woman and that they're taking away from her and like she doesn't want to try and relate to trans women on issues that they both um experience because she feels like they're trying to co-opt her experience as a woman and you know it's it's for some it's that fear of like okay now you're coming in and invading this space and now i i'm not special anymore this isn't my thing anymore and it's just like uh i don't know that's the sentiment that was shared in a conversation i was in yesterday but you know this bullshit this bullshit hate and, and and animosity that women feel towards trans women and the men that engage with them also filters into toxic masculinity it's a chief reason why dudes are like oh no i don't fuck with trans this this and this no that ain't no real woman because they're trying to prop up the women that are threatened by trans women so these dudes trying to cake show up and be like yeah no no i don't fuck with that i like this and they ain't they never gonna be no real woman they they falling in line just to please these women that are insecure as fuck like Bree says, can't nobody threaten your womanhood. That's insecurities. And they're just trying to prop up insecurities. But these dudes trying to be hyper-masculine and, 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 and be on some anti-trans shit, on some homophobic shit, like, they do that shit for the attention of women. To get in the good graces of some of these women that feel the same way. Because if, if all the women was like, yo, we fucked with this and it's cool, they wouldn't feel the need to do this to try and impress these girls. Because there's a lot of clowns out there that do all sorts of shit to try and impress women. So a lot of that homophobia you see from the street dudes, or even from some country boys, that shit is a, a, a fucking front. They putting on a show. A lot of times you get them one-on-one, they don't really think like that. They don't really care. They don't have an actual hate for trans people in that way. But they just trying to impress folks. I'll get canceled for what I gotta say about it. <laughs> no. Hey, this this is that kind of show. I show up. I show up on this live every week to get canceled because I'm gonna tell the truth as I motherfucking see it. 
All right, well, cis women that have the insecurity that trans women are taking all your men and all that other stuff, don't worry, there's some super straight redneck in the South that'll probably give you two minute pumps. Fair enough. I, I, I didn't hear that whole thing. I was kind of back and between the comments, but I'm going to just let that one sit. Let it marinate. I mean, yeah, let it, let it, let it marinate. But I mean, you know, the, the the just I don't know. It's so dumb. But it's 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 problems starting from cis women that kind of feed into some of the shit and the psyche of these dudes that are problematic. because they feel like they're they're being a good man. I'm being a good man by standing up for cis women and not and not agreeing with trans lifestyle or any of that shit. Like, they feel like they're doing good. They're, they're, they're doing it to please these women. And, you know, it's, 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 uh, whether, whether the cis women want them to do it or not, these guys are feeling like this is the move. This is the move. To get women to see me as a strong man, a, a, a super straight man, I have to hate these people and I have to show that I have an aversion to these people. And it's, it's just a whole fucking whole cycle of destruction, man, which, you know, this all of this played out in the Hollywood Boulevard attacks of uh, last year, last year, where the video, the beginning of the video was a, a woman calling, or, or she was pulling, she was, she was checking that dude's man card. She's like, yo, that's a man, baby. That's that's a man. And then he didn't know he didn't know how to react from that. Yeah, because he, so he had that fake like he was tricked. Toxic masculinity. And you know, fellas, men who are watching this, we I don't throw around toxic. None of us on here throw around the term toxic masculinity frivolously. Like we are directly talking about specific instances. <laughs> specific mindsets because there's nothing toxic about masculinity on on his face it's just toxic masculinity sometimes is just a perversion of masculinity i don't think there's anything wrong with being a man and being a man's man i don't have an aversion of masculinity or manhood but when your manhood is based if your your whole self-worth is based on whether you can be the sole provider in the house or this, if you're fulfilling this idea of being a straight heterosexual man, and that shit leads you down the wrong path, that's just toxic. And you don't have to be to being being nice or treating treating people in the LGBT community with normal human decency has nothing to do with masculinity or the idea of being a man. Like your manhood, this shit has nothing to do with your manhood. Just be a good human being. Mm-hmm. So, I could add to that. You know, yeah. for anyone watching, you should never surrender your individual mentality for a group mentality. You know, that's essentially what, what, what's happening here. You, a lot of these, as we're talking about these, these, you know, super hetero, hyper masculine, straight guys, you know, are trying to impress, you know, cisgender women by saying, "Oh, you know, trans women ain't this, that, whatever." You know, I mean, and like you said, you get them one-on-one. A lot of these guys, they, they either don't care or maybe they're even a guy like us who actually do think trans women are, like, beautiful and all this other stuff and whatnot. But they're surrendering their individual mentality for a group mentality. 
you know, and that's a lot of our social problems can be can be drawn back to that, you know, surrendering mm-hmm. your own individuality for group mentality, you know. So sure. that's my. I want to um, read this from Kanisha. Thanks for joining us, Kanisha. Appreciate you. Have, great having you on the show. Um, Kanisha Harris says, I tell cis women all the time, my womanhood is not divine, defined by my genitalia. Uh, we going through the same experience, believe it or not. Ain't, now, ain't no womanhood greater than the other. At the end of the day, I'm not in competition with you. Cis women always think it's a competition and it's not. And, you know, we, we, we definitely fully co-sign all that shit. Facts. All that shit. Um, Slam from YouTube. I don't think I've seen Slam on this. This is his first show. His or her first show. I don't know. Um, I'm assuming it's his. his. Um, anyways, Slam Conception says, I don't think cis women are insecure with trans women at all. I think they just don't agree with trans women identifying as actual women. Now, this is this this brings up a, a good piece of the puzzle because what 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 people are getting confused on all the time they and i, I when i enter cis hetero only spaces like I, I explain this shit to people all the time as far as i've heard i've never heard any i've never heard anyone say trans women are cis women nobody is saying trans women are cis women they're saying trans women are women and it's my belief that you have trans women and you have cis women and they sit under the hood of women. They all get, they both, both groups get the rights and privileges of women, period. But no, I, I, as far as I understand, I've never heard anybody say, I've never heard the, 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 the mantra or the idea in community that trans women are cis women. They're, nobody is asserting that they're exactly one for one the same. But we are, I think people are saying that trans women are women. And under that umbrella of woman, there's a lot of shared experiences and a lot of sisterhood to be had, of course. So, you know, Slam, when you're talking to folks, definitely go with that mindset, you know, that 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 when you're hearing women talk about it, it's not, nobody's trying to say trans women are cis women. Trans women are women, period. And understand the topic you are speaking on. Or no, it's on. cool. I, I invite people here to learn all the time. And I appreciate Slam for putting that out there and just sharing freely. But that's really, you got to think of it like that. Cis women, trans women, under the umbrella of women. And for men, you have cis men, trans men, under the umbrella of men. So, you know, they're all male, all men. Thanks. So, um, what what I know super straight in Brooklyn. I don't know what that means. Basically, he's trying like like the, the comment that I made earlier when I said like you know oh there's a super straight redneck out there willing to give you two pumps if you if you really threaten. So I mean I mean I'm sure there are super straights in Brooklyn, but they're still on the same butt hurt dumbass category that the super straight redneck would be. In. So applies for them too. That's some dumb toxic shit. Um, Latreya, (laughs) thanks for watching. Love you. Got lots of respect for Latreya. Everybody, please follow. What is it? Trans Trans Infinity. Yeah, Trans Infinity. Trans Infinity. That's her new line. Support the sister. Um, I'll pull up her stuff here later, and we'll do a a proper promotion. 
But um, Latreya says, I had to cut off a cis female last year because she called me cis one minute, but tried to diminish my womanhood the next. I bought this bitch some really cute shit for her birthday, only for this hoe to say I'm not a woman. I cut her ass off. Most cis women are very insecure. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Islam conceptions, bruh. We ain't feeling no disrespect here, man. I'm just glad, you know, people is coming here and sharing different ideas because I'm here for that shit. You know, all of this is good dialogue. So, you know, he says, not trying to disrespect, but I want to have an open conversation. What's the difference between a trans woman and a homosexual that cross dresses? What justifies them not being men? The key difference is. Trans women live as women 24-7. This is really simple, really simple. Trans women live as women 24-7 and cross-dressers are part-timers. These are people that do like drag shows and shit. Like this shit mm-hmm. is they, they doing this for like an hour, hour and a half a day. But these other this other group, trans women, this is their life. Like they're living as women. They take hormones. Now not all That's trans right. women take hormones. So I can't say everybody, but a lot of them do. But there is a specific transition so if they're not taking hormones they get certain surgeries that apply to their woman not even to amplify some of them do. some of them some, some do some, some do some don't but the main difference is a homosexual cross-dresser somebody that they wake up in the morning they wake up as a man i am jim during the day i am tanya at night for whatever drag show or i'm tanya for this one little picture session i'm taking whatever but it's it's they their their main life is they still live in the in the comfort of their main life they haven't put themselves out there they're not going through anything trans women go through shit every motherfucking minute of their whole goddamn existence bro every time they step out the door it's a struggle for these girls so like and 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 this ain't you know we good bro like slam i'm, I'm happy you're here on the show and i'm happy you're you're, you're sharing thoughts and ideas and doing it respectfully. I appreciate that shit. But yeah, that's that's the main difference as far as I understand it. I am not a trans woman. I am just somebody whose experience is adjacent to theirs. But from what I have learned, that's what it is, man. So, you know, um, yeah. Some it's, it's just part-time to full-time. What's up, Corey? So yeah, uh, also too, another thing you could do um, is look up the difference between gender dysphoria and euphoria uh most not all but like 99 percent of of trans women out there suffer from gender dysphoria at some point and then when they transition it helps abate or if not get rid of completely they're just g- gender dysphoria so if you look that up too there's a little bit of science there too to look up too um, mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah so that's those are the main differences man and i'm, I'm glad you asked that question thanks for joining the show um but uh, I want to move on to the next half of the show. Not half. I don't know if it's a half. It might just be a few minutes. But after that, you know, we're, we're, we're mostly done here. But, um, you know, there's a lot of, in this experience, and, and I'm sure Corey and Mike both experiences, you know, being a man who is transamorous and maybe a man who claims to be an ally of the community or an advocate for the community. A lot of times, we you'll you'll get it. You'll you'll hear what you're supposed to be or what an ally really is, 
or what a transamorous man really is, a lot of times you'll hear like those definitions and explainers from trans women themselves. A lot of times you're listening, and a lot of us, we're, we're, we're in proximity to a lot of trans women, we listen. But you know, a lot of times, a lot of new guys step onto the scene, and they're just being told, like, okay, this is these are the rules. This is what you need to be doing. X, Y, and Z. This is what it means to be trans. This is what it means to be an ally. This is what it means to be an advocate. X, y, and Z, whatever. And a lot of times, we, you're you're going to be dictated, you guys. And you know, take in take in what you want to take in, and definitely have some free, you know, think for yourself. But you know, one of the things that um you know has been out there that i kind of posted about in the men's group was like well so you're you're you you say or you're an advocate for this community you're an, you're an ally or you're trans amorous so you should be for all of us and i'm like yeah as a group i fucks with the trans community for sure but that doesn't mean I have to like everybody in the community. I'm entitled to not get along with people. I'm entitled to cut out people from my life that that are in the trans community for the sake of protecting my peace. And, you know, I'm just bringing this up, guys, because I don't want you to go through this whole experience thinking that, okay, I got to be a good ally. I got to be friends with this person. I got to play the politics. I got to take this shit. I have to eat humble pie. I have to swallow shit every day. You know, if there's somebody that's sowing negativity into your life and it's just a toxic situation and it, it is hurting your, your it's, it's hurting you, walk the fuck away. Like, protect your peace. Being an ally to this community does not mean that you owe friendship. You owe your presence to every single member of the community. I want to be very clear on that, guys, because I don't want any men to be out there thinking that they have to put up with shit with being treated like shit or shitty behavior. Because there are some guys out there like that, and and I really feel for those dudes. And I don't want anybody new coming to the situation to ever think that that's what they have to do to be a good ally. Because that could drive people. What's up? I was just saying that could drive other guys away from being open and honest about it. Mm hmm. Shit, I blocked some motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I found myself blocking some people too. It happens. Um, but I, I can definitely say, you know, once upon a time I had someone asserting that, you know, I wasn't really for the community because I had blocked a couple people. Or I blocked people that, you know, every single time I, every, every single time I hear from them, it ain't nothing but, nothing but negativity. And bullshit. It's like I'm gonna keep that outside my life. I don't even know you like that. I'm gonna just let that shit go. You're you're out. Like it isn't like we're lifelong friends, and I'm throwing away a lifelong friendship. Let it go. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I want men to feel empowered to do that, and don't feel like you're not being. I don't want men to feel like you're being a bad ally to the community or a bad advocate for the community if. You know, you're you, if it, if you just can't make it work with somebody, if you're not cool with somebody, like don't I, don't let that toxic person try to shame you or guilt you into liking them or into putting your, or into keeping yourself in their proximity. Don't don't try to yeah, but but you're supposed to be no. I I don't have to be anything. I get to be me, living my peaceful life. Just walk away. 
some people will, will come come at you and they'll ha- like it's kind of odd they'll have this sense of entitlement that they are entitled to talk to you because you're open and honest and because you're an ally and they are entitled to a conversation with you have to drop everything immediately and i'm talking from experience like i was at work one day and somebody from the community hit me up and i replied back oh hey how are you they hit up through my instagram and um, hey how are you and then i got busy with work you know the thing you have to do to, you know pay bills yeah i got busy with that and i i i hit them back up three hours later and it was like well that was just rude i'm like what like you waited a whole three hours to contact me back and that's just rude. It's, it's common decency to reply back immediately and i was like uh i had work i was busy i had reports i had to do i'm talking to you now what's up and they just kept getting mouthy like, all right cool you, you have a good one um luck yeah yeah just, just keep the neg- keep the negative energy out it's not all negative it's mostly positive in this space fellas women as long as if you're open and, and 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 you're not being ashamed of who you are and you're living in your truth a lot of women in this community will support you they will support you i there there are i've 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 encountered so many beautiful souls filled with nothing but support and i appreciate that um it's been it's been absolutely amazing um uh, there is uh, another question from slim conceptions so let's get into it. So, Slam, uh, do you think it's an insult to cisgender women that people who were born male can grow up and decide to transition to being a woman? Like, what makes transitioning to the opposite gender easier in life? Um, nothing. <laughs> as far as I understand it, I've heard uh, most, most of the women that I know have not said Life has been easier since I've transitioned. Like, being trans is way easier than being cis. Like, I've never heard anybody share that sentiment. But um, I would say the insult to cisgender women, um, I, I, obviously, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think it's, I, I really do think it's women women who are coming from a scarcity mindset and you know they think they don't have options they're they're insecure like man i already couldn't get men and now i have these trans women showing up and they're taking the men too what's left for me like i'm i'm being supplanted by yet another thing and like there's there's that mindset out there um by some women as well um but, you know, I think any woman would agree that there's more because, you know, what they bring up is genitals and, and and can you have children? Do you get a period? And I think most women, most cis women would agree that there's more to being a woman than having a period and, and popping out children. Like, that's not the entirety of womanhood. But also, and more importantly, it is a human being living their life, living their truth. And at the end of the day, it's none. And I mean, absolutely none of that cis woman's business. Bree, stop playing on my stream. I'm sorry, Bree, Bree playing on my stream. She's like, I'm glad I'm a lesbian because I don't want no man anyways. Stop playing on my stream. <laughs> Love, love you, Bree. 
<laughs> but yeah, man, no, I don't think it's an insult to cisgender women that um that 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 individuals assign male at birth. Um oh I'm sorry, I didn't see Katora um here. Hey Katora. Um I don't think it's an insult to cisgender women that you know individuals assign male at birth um transition into being women. Um in fact, I mean a lot of the women that are trans, like they want a lot of the women that I know want nothing more than sisterhood and unity with, with cis women. Like they don't want to supplant them. They look at themselves as women and they are here to fight for women's issues as well. And, you know, call out other things that are important to women. Like they're living that life because they are women. And, you know, as far from what I understand, they, they, want nothing more than to just be cool and and, and, you, and unify with cis women. It's just a lot of times cis women are dealing with their own insecurities and they are having their own issues where it's it's just a mental block that will keep them from. But I don't consider it, I don't think it's an insult because I don't, again, nobody is saying trans women are cis women. Just like I would never say trans men are cis men. Trans men aren't the same as cis women. Cis men, we're different, but we're all men. And by all means, join the club. I have trans men in my men's only trans amorous group. Trans men are my brothers. Come on, join in. I fucks with y'all. Shout out to Quan. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Quan. Shout out to Alex, the homie that I grew up with. You know, I I knew Alex before he transitioned, and and that still the homie. Grew up in the same church together. It's just like, so I, I don't look at trans men as separate and, 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 and see them as supplanting me or being my enemy or anything like that. Um, I, I would say, you know, the only times that I felt like we weren't on the same page is when, you know, I think there were, I've seen some trans men be on some bullshit where they trying to impress trans women and be like, see, that's why you shouldn't be fucking with cis men. You need to fuck with trans men because we're better and we're this and we're that. And it's just like you're shitting on cis men just to get a, a leg up so that these girls will pay attention to you. And that shit's whack as fuck. But outside of that, um, I'm good. Like, come on in. We, I, I, these men's only events, like, I welcome trans men into the family. I'm cool with it. So, you know, I'm all good on that point, bro. But I appreciate the question, man. And um now, now, now the question is getting radical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, 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 and then it turns. <laughs> so, slam conceptions. All right. Now he's, Chris, now, what's your opinion on Boosie? <laughs> on what's your opinion on the agenda? To turn black young men gay or trans, are you not concerned with the number of rising black trans women who are born male? Do you not think it's an agenda on black men? Um, well, obviously I don't, but I think what you're what we're seeing and what I really advocate for is I'm I, I am all for I am in complete support of young black children growing up to be whoever the fuck they want to be not who they have to be so if a young black man a young black boy says i want to grow up and be a beautiful woman 
Let that young black boy do that. Do not beat them into not being who they are. Yeah. I think I, what, I think what we're seeing is freedom, but there is no agenda to turn anybody gay, <coughs> as far as I understand it. And I would say turning somebody gay. I don't think you can turn somebody gay, but you know, I, I think I think as the as as a community, I think the black community needs to. I think young black children need the freedom to grow up to be who they want to be without any restrictions. And we need freedom in our community. We need separation from a lot of these Western ideas of heterosexuality and what a man should be and what a woman should be and all this shit. Let people be free. Fuck all this religion stuff that's keeping us boxed in because that's really what it is, at least in black spaces. It's keeping us boxed in. We don't have the freedom. And what we're seeing more people do this because they're being more free to express themselves. People need yeah, but, to be free to express themselves, man. We yeah, really Chris, do need to feel free to do that. Yeah, but Chris, but Chris, it's like what Angelo was talking about earlier. Uh-huh. You know, we gotta be more concerned about this straight agenda. You know what I mean? Like going out there, seeing these straight people holding hands and kissing in public. What, what's that gonna teach the children? <laughs> I mean, what we really need to teach you know, children is how to love, how to be engaged in healthy romantic relationships, no matter who they're with. We need kids to see love every day. And I am a, I am an advocate for a two-parent household. And whether the, the parent is cis and trans or whatever, like we need, I, I think we need to be showing more love to children. And, and, and I think that's, I think that's going to create a better tomorrow, really. You know, so... I, I, I know that a lot of I know that's a, a, a whole tap thing in the black community, the agenda, you know, but, you know, something else slam that you have to be aware of is. Um, and I'm sorry, guys, this is kind of skewing really black, but, you know, so something that something that a lot of black Americans have to be aware of is that a lot of times they are in in putting down or dismissing or disagreeing with anyone in the LGBT community, especially the trans community, um, a lot of times you are adopting the language of the oppressor in order to oppress other people. So, and I mean by this, like a lot of black men or a lot of folks in the black communities or just folks period that don't agree, whatever, that your agreement is required to your agreement is not required to treat somebody with basic human decency, by the way. But, um, you know, I hear, well, they just want special rights. They don't want equal rights. They want something special. They want something different than what I got. And it's like, you're saying that about these people that just want the same shit that you got. And white people were saying the same shit about black people when we were marching for equal rights in the 60s. They still saying that same shit now when we talking about we don't want to be shot by police. And you turn around and use those same fucking words against your own people who are also members of the LGBT community. We're using the exact same language and thought processes as the oppressor and we need to stop that shit. We have to be aware of what we're doing to ourselves. So, you know, I mean, there's other examples, but I'm just hearing shit from them. And it's like, yo, that's the same shit my conservative friends in Wisconsin was saying. Well, you know, friends, acquaintances, people I knew from college or grew up with. 
You know, I'm like, yo, I just heard a white person say the exact same thing about black folks. And you said that word for word, and y'all don't even know each other. Like, wow, wow, we got to do better. So, like, really, this whole agenda talking all that stuff, man, we got to quit it. We got to quit it. We need all of our, we, and I'm just being, just speaking on black shit right now. Black people, we, we need to be as free as possible. We need a free community that's free to express themselves. We need people to not have these, there's this fucking shit, we, especially for men, we need, we need, we need to not have to live up to this ideal of what it means to be a black man and, and men in general, which would help a lot more men, black, white, whatever, come out and be and live in their truth. What it means to be a, a, a heterosexual man. Like, guys, if we got rid of that shit of shit that we had to live up to, it'd be better. Life would be better. People would be happier. I've been happier since I've started living in my truth because I'm, I'm, I'm free. I'm not living by anybody else's rules. I'm, I'm too fucking grown for that shit. When I was younger, I was worried about what my mom was gonna say, how my, how people was gonna judge me, and all that stuff. I'm, I'm done with that, man. I'm done. I'm, I'm and, and you know what? Trans people figure that shit out earlier. Yeah, but I Chris, wish I was as smart as them. Yeah, but Chris, real talk though, like Slam Conception probably doesn't know about the story of that kid Tyler, which regardless of what race you are, religion sexual orientation there should be no kid like that kid tyler in atlanta that got beaten by his own fucking family on camera and being told oh don't do that gay shit don't do that gay shit like basically trying to beat the kid into being straight and then made to go on camera to say oh oh you know they they wasn't really trying to do nothing to me. Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah that absolutely wrong beating the gay out of somebody or chastising somebody you know these children, our children need support, not not scoring. Let them be themselves. We need to we need to show a lot more love to our children because they are growing up in a fucked up people because we didn't show them love. We're failing as adults. Yep. So um another question from Slam. Hey, look, I love this. I love I, I love the turn this is taking because I think we're we're sharing some really great conversation that can hopefully help a lot of people understand certain things or or you know just 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 start them to think a little bit in a different or see things in a different way i don't know i'm not trying to change people on a dime but i hope the way that i'm putting things out there is really simple in a way that people can digest but also in a way where we're not because one thing that turns folks off in this space when they try to interact with people who are in the lgbt community a lot of times people don't like interacting with the LGBT community because they don't want to be talked down to. They don't want to be demeaned. They don't like they don't want that experience. And some folks come with some heat. But I, I, I whenever I talk to folks, I just try to put things in the simplest way possible to try to get things to visually understand it. Change happens by conversation by conversation. Absolutely. But at the same time, like like Latria just put in the words of Tupac, the hate you give little infants fucks everybody. Oh, yep. Sorry, I had a slam. <laughs> slam. Um, so slam next. Would you guys? I'm sorry. Ooh, would you guys be attracted to homosexual men that cross dress, or only people that identify as trans women? Tell us. I'm gonna let y'all have this. You want to go, Mike? 
Would I be attracted to homosexual men that cross-dress or only attracted to people that identify as trans women? Me personally, I am attracted to transgender women. Now, on the other hand, can I have people in my circle that are homosexual men or people that make cross-dress or drag queens? Of course, you know, they can definitely be in my circle. You know, they could be in my family, whatever the case is. I don't discriminate against anybody, no matter what spectrum you identify on or whatever. But yeah, for me personally, I'm mostly I'm mostly trying to just the trans women or cis women, but right now, trans women. For me, you know, obviously I'm heavily attracted to trans women. Um, but if there was a guy who was who was like extremely like feminine and you know when they they cross dress they they looked like a woman, I mean and if I mean honestly yeah I probably would be attracted but would I date or do anything with an individual? No because like like you said earlier, Chris, it, you know um, Jim during the day and and Tiffany at night or I forget the. You know, it's like because they're, they're, you know, men, men who cross dress, they're 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 not women. They just cross dress for pictures or a kick or a show or whatever, you know. So I mean, I mean, yeah. If I see somebody who looks really beautiful and they're really feminine, I mean, yeah, yeah, that 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 guy's you know pretty for now. And then when they when they go, oh, my camera's getting messed up. But when they go, you know, and strip everything off and they're a guy again it's like oh no the switch is, is off it's like no yeah no you know I mean, so slim they are female impersonators that's what uh, a cross dresser is female impersonators trans women are not female impersonators they are just nope. women so um but yes no i would prefer somebody who is uh, a woman 24 hours a day lives your life as a woman um, and, and the thing is, a lot of men who either date or have sex with trans women, a lot of these guys uh, like cis women as well. A lot of these guys will go back and forth. Like, it isn't exclusive for a lot of men in this space as well. Now, you know, there are a few guys also in this space that are bisexual and they will engage, you know, they will date or engage in acts with, with cis men as well there are a few guys like that that i've met but the large majority of guys they will engage with only trans women and cis women and it's kind of still a few that will only engage with trans women period but um well, i'm gonna make sure I, I acknowledge some comments hey miss maesha hey katara or katora my bad um what up rick I feel wants to continue to transfer the rules. Oh, let's Rick is on here. Let me. All right, because um, I know Slam, you got another question. We're gonna get to you in a second, bro. Um, Rick Gordon says, "I feel once uh, continue to see our trans queens in prominent roles, they will get the respect they deserve and should have." I'm an open transamorous cis man in my city. That is political figure currently running for office. Good luck to you, brother. Um, the plans to uh, have one have the oh <laughs> plans to have the first trans woman first lady in history. I'll, I'll vote for you if if you get to that if you get to that level. You got my vote. 
Uh, <laughs> where, it's time where, to elevate our trans queens. Enjoy the show, brothers. Thanks. Yo, where, where's he running though? That's what I want to know. Where's um, I don't know. I think I've seen him post before. Let me see. Um, let me see. Rick Gordon, politician. I don't know. Well, I have to find that out. I, I've seen him post in another group somewhere else. But um, yeah, shout out to you, Rick, man. I'm glad to see one of the brothers is in politics and, you know, succeeding. Um, Kanisha saying people that remotely believe that being in the LGBT community is an agenda and the struggle of being in the community is agenda is full of BS and is not for all black people, in my opinion, for sure. Um, G Mike to Slam's question, would you be attracted to a homosexual man that cross-dress or only people that identify as trans? Um, G Mike says if they are attracted, then probably yes. Um, generally, cross-dressers don't do that. So that's his thing. Um, let's keep going here. All right. Uh, Slam got another question. Oh, all right. So what's your opinion on Zaya Wade? Is there an age too young to be making decisions as serious as changing your gender? Um, I don't think so. And I mean, to be honest, like, and and and, and I need a, uh, you know, yeah, I, I I need an expert on this. And maybe you know, I'm having a uh, a trans woman on my show on Monday. She's a marriage and family therapist. She's going to be answering a lot of your questions about relationships, um, answering questions of people who are in relationships, people who are single, all that stuff. But you know, I just don't have the science. I don't have the science expertise to know um, about my like, hormone therapy and like, because I know I've heard some things. I've heard like that, you know, a lot of the stuff that people take young, all they gotta do is just stop taking them and nature will take its course. Like puberty will happen. If you take whatever test testosterone blockers, like as soon as you stop taking that shit, testosterone is gonna kick in and do what, yeah. it's, do what it's made to do. Yeah, and the whole so, thing like, is, and and the whole thing is like you cannot take hormones before a certain age. Like hormones are given, yeah, hormones are given out by doctors. Mm -hmm. So they have to consult a doctor, a physician, before their kid can transition, whether it's hormones, and that's got to be at a certain age. Mm -hmm. So therefore, if they do get puberty blockers, puberty blockers can also be given out by guess what? Mm -hmm. A doctor. So therefore, if the Wade family decides to go ahead and allow their child to transition, they can do so responsibly. And believe me, they got more than enough money to see the best doctors. I guarantee For sure. you. <laughs> As a regular ass person, if my child, if, if, if my son came to me and said, hey, I believe I'm trans and I want to start living my life this way, I would allow it. They would have my full support. Um, it's my job as a parent to support my child and do what's best for them and in that moment what's best for them is to allow them to be free and live as they want to live as long as they got their grades together and school is coming together all right and they're participating in whatever social activities i i'm signing them up for and they're just all around good kids still cool but you know that that is another part of it like mike was saying you know if they're young enough where they don't need hormones or whatever and they're just doing this in like kindergarten first grade have at it this is what you want to do do it and they may decide that this ain't for them later on down the line fine as well like i'm just here to respect my child's wishes and allow them to live 
as free as possible while still raising them to be a good human being. Because the world isn't without rules. Obviously, you want to teach your, teach your child to be a good person, have some integrity, um, you know, teach your son to be honorable, teach your woman to be thoughtful, or teach your daughters to be thoughtful, whatever. You're going to teach all your kids whatever the fuck, but like that, that's I, we, we shouldn't be trying to keep, keep our children from, from, from being who they want to be. Because when we do that, we harm them and they grow up with a lot of mental complexes. And that's why you see a lot of these people in the LGBT community so angry because they just been growing up being hurt, being ostracized, not being accepted. You know, their families hurt them. And then guys like us kind of left to deal with the mess sometimes. Really. You want to be frank. So uh, it's yeah. Go ahead, Corey. Yeah. Um, for me, on that situation with uh, children, I mean, it's you know, I absolutely agree. You know, let the child um, be as be who they are, be who they're meant to be. But it's also too, it's it's a bit of a daunting thing. You know, not so much when they're young in kindergarten, first grade, because again, hormones are not being put into the situation. It's not really a factor yet. But then when come the teenage years, you know, when hormones start to come into play, if they're wanting to still wanting to transition and then, you know, that could be a little bit daunting because, you know, what if they change their mind when they're like 20 and like, oh, this really wasn't, you know, I really didn't want to do this. Then they've kind of harmed themselves in a sense that they're not, not necessarily, but they might, uh, they might have, you know, okay, let's say if, if, uh, uh, little boy was wanting to transition to a woman, and then they change their mind at the age of 20. Then you know, they're gonna have to like their bodies, physical bodies have to almost backtrack and all this stuff. So, it's I, I can see the the you know complexities and how it could be such a daunting thing, and how it's really a mixed bag to talk about. <clears throat> but you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're all human and we all make mistakes in life, and we all just try to do the best, you know. Well, everybody has to deal with the consequences of their decision. So if you decided to be on hormone blockers and you now want to be a cis male, that's fine. Do that. But, you know, but there's consequences of holding kids back. It delays a lot of these women's transitions. It leaves them vulnerable, pushes them out into a world where they have to handle their transition when they don't have money or support to do that shit. And it leads them to do certain other certain things like there's consequences for we all got decisions to make. And there's consequences for all that shit. And it's, you know, we, I would just say me as a parent, I, I, I would, I would do what Dwayne Wade did. I would, I would acknowledge my child's. Now I would have a lot of serious conversations with them and let them know the severity of the decision that they're making, because I don't want my kid running out in the world thinking it's all sunshine and roses and then they get shit on. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Just like just like when black people, we have the, t- the, the talk with our black sons about police because you don't want them running out there thinking it's all roses and then the police end up fucking them up. Yo, you got to have that talk. You got to prepare your children for the world. So, I mean, I would do I would do that. But um, and this is where science, if, if there was more acceptance and whatnot. And I mean, there is psychologists out there, obviously, who, who talk to you know, 
of trans kids and whatnot, but there, there it needs to be more openly accepted to where it's not so taboo to where, you know, if, if your child at five years old is, is feeling a certain way is wanting to transition, then a good unbiased psychologist, you know, visit will also be a great thing to do too, or, or psychiatrist. Well, I mean, I think that's a piece of the puzzle as well as, you know, Getting your, yeah. having your kids see a therapist, but I mean, I wouldn't be like, no, you ain't gonna be that. You can, you have to be this. You're never gonna be that. No, no son of mine is gonna be one of. Uh, uh-uh. I ain't doing that oh. shit. No, I'm not harming my child in that way. That's my child. I look. I would love my child. I love my child that I don't even have yet. I would never do that. That's horrible. Oh no, I wasn't saying. I wasn't saying that. Oh, at no, all. no, no, no. I'm not saying that for you. I'm just saying like this is the mindset of people. Like yeah. they were like, oh, it's an agenda. We're not going to allow you to be this, and no son of mine, no daughter of mine, whatever. Like, that's what people say. Yeah. You know? And well, um, it's for the health of the, of the child and the, you sure. know, uh, you know, uh, a, a visit, a good, also, you know, a good long talk. Like, is this really what you want? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. It's not, it's just, like you said, it's not all going to be, you know, gummy bears and rainbows. It's going to be this, that, and this. And then if they still want, then maybe the next step would be, all right, well, let's, let's, let's see a professional. Let's see somebody who knows the human mind and see if this is, you know, 100%. You know, I mean, just to- I'm going to go buy some dresses before they go see their therapist. Like, all right, this is what it is. All right, you opted in. Let's go. And you'll see your therapist next week. Yeah, but- I can point that too, yeah. Yeah, uh, we we doing this. Yeah. Um, but I wanna I wanna call up a comment to the Black China conversation real quick because it's relevant. Um, <coughs> Miss My Asia uh, dropped a comment on YouTube. Thanks for joining us. Um, says Black China has said some problematic things about trans women before. There was a video recently posted on Tea Time Network. Shout out Ashley Breeze. Um, where she deliberately misgendered a trans woman. Everybody, please follow Tea Time Network. Um, it's the homie Ashley. She's doing great work over there. Um, you know, she's she's doing her she's doing her best uh, to report. And it's Tea Time Network, the letter T Time Network. Um, so you know, she's she's usually got the scoop on a few things over there. So definitely follow and support. Um, but yes. Ooh. Yeah, she time. Yep, it's just how it's spelled on this uh, comment here. Yep. But yeah, so that that's let's not defend. Let's not defend Black China. Let's not make excuses. Let's hold her accountable. And I'm glad people have done that. Um, back to the topic at hand. Jessica Kiefer. I'm sorry, Cynthia was saying I knew when I was four I was different. Um, Jessica says, as far as I know, Zaya Wade. Has only socially transitioned. Nothing wrong with that. Um, baby, who is this? <laughs> oh, let's see here. Not, not Misha. I love you, Misha. <laughs> she said, not the grades. <laughs> That's right. You better have the motherfucking grades in line, damn it. <laughs> that isn't a condition for me to allow my child to transition, but I'm saying I'm gonna be watching them grades like a hawk. Like that's the shit I care about is 
that's when that's what lets me know something's wrong is the grades ain't right, not my child wanting to transition. But you know, I'm just about freedom. I'm all about freedom, y'all. So slam, I appreciate you asking the questions, bro. I think it took us in an interesting direction tonight that we didn't plan to go into. Some good conversation. By conversation, so Misha uh, says informed consent. Miss Myasia, if a person truly has gender dysphoria, I would consult with an endocrinologist and therapist. Um, an opinion of oh, uh, something of the opinion uh, of that. I'm sorry, of the opinion that the earlier the better. Um, you don't want testosterone facial hair to increase, etc. I mean, let's be real, and I think everybody can agree there. The transition works out a lot better the earlier you start. It just does. If a lot of and, and and there you can and I'm not shitting on nobody's transition, but you know, I know girls that started in their teens and it's just a way different look. Um compared to, you know, somebody who might have started in their thirties or even late twenties. Um so I mean that that shit does matter. That shit definitely matters. Um See, I'm sure Black China done been with plenty of dudes who are attracted who are attracted to trans. Correct. Uh, Miss Myasia says, "I love and respect D Wade." Word. He made the right choice. He made the right choice. Hey Tracy, what's up? What's up? And Michaela, uh, why do Black cis women always ask for people to support them, but? Always co-sign the BS towards the LGBT community, especially the trans community. Don't know. It's problematic as fuck. Um, Tracy, Ashley is a sweetheart. Yes, she is. I love Ashley. Um, she has never chosen violence when it came to me. She has been nothing but welcoming and allowed you know me to exist in certain places in peace. So I, I fucks with her on that. I respect that shit. Um, uh, Misha says never saw an endo got the approval from I'm assuming her primary care physician PCP um, yes so all caught up on comments I'm sorry I, I, I like to catch up on the comments I don't I want everybody to feel like they're, they're, their voice is being heard here so <laughs> Well, yeah, man. Uh, yo, Slam, thanks for joining the show, man. You definitely made it interesting tonight. Uh, for anybody who was triggered by the show, you know, we, we I, I need to be able to facilitate this kind of shit. I need people asking honest questions because this show is here to, to help understanding within the male population, whether they're transamorous or not. You know, hopefully some guys will stumble upon the show and then start learning. It's sadly, I know women don't like to hear this, but a lot of times the shit hits different when it comes from another man. True. It just hits different. Comes from another man that you identify with. A lot of times the way that men put arguments, the way that we talk to each other, the way we put things, just a lot it, it lands on our ears a lot easier. You know, just being straightforward, direct kind of works a lot better for us. Mm -hmm. uh, but anywho, fellas, 
I know I didn't talk a whole lot, and I'm sorry that I kind of <laughs> kind of took, took things over, and I, I apologize. Um, but I, I want to give you both time to share any final thoughts on any of the topics that we covered tonight. So um, we'll go with Corey and then Mike. Um, final thoughts. I guess go back to you know. Uh, um, transitioning early early on when you're a child and whatnot like you know yeah i do agree the earlier the better i mean because it's you know again when you're going back to it, it can be daunting if it's you know if if the child is mistaken and then when they get older then you know then the earlier the better wasn't good for them but for the mo majority of the time i feel like you know yeah, the majority of the time, I feel like, you know, because you hear it's like a common thing all the time among people who are trans. I felt this way when I was, you know, what that one person said when I was four or I was five or I was six. You know what I mean? So the majority of the time, usually children are, are, are right about themselves. So, you know, I do agree. Like if I was a parent, I'm trying to put myself in the shoes. If I was a parent and my child came to me and they're like four years old and, you know, Daddy, I feel this way. I'd be like, I would, of course, let them be as they are, but I would be just fearful for the future of like, God, like more than likely this is this is how it is. But like, what if, what if they're mistaken? You know what I mean? So, I, I try to come at it from you know because I don't have any children, so I try to put myself in, in the shoes. But yeah, the earlier the better, um, for sure. Um, but yeah, that'd be my. Uh, so. I'm sorry. It's understandable to be afraid for your children. Yeah. <laughs> Because you care about them, you want them to do well. You want them to be as happy as they can in this life and mm -hmm. have a fulfilled life, you know. And and unfortunately, the world is cruel and it it it, it uh, goes against any ideology or person that is different. And it it, it that the the thing that is different was idea or person gets attacked, you know. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, but yeah, that, that's my thoughts. Okay, Mike. Any final thoughts? Oh, I feel like Jerry Springer for the moment. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, um, like Slam. Glad you got your questions, you know, answered and everything like that. Hopefully, you got the answers you were looking for. Um, I mean, I, I know there was one or one or two of the girls that did get a little bit triggered by the questions, but I mean, that's why there is a trigger warning at the beginning of the show. <laughs> yep. But um, yeah, as far as the Black China situation goes, though, like I kind of feel bad because when Black China first stepped on the scene, I will admit that, you know, I was a little bit of a fan. You know, I thought she had a good look to her. I thought maybe she could do modeling or acting, but unfortunately, she turned into a bigoted piece of trash, to say the best. You know. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much about it. You know, just uh, be more accepting of everybody. You know, and that should actually help people out. Hmm. I want to acknowledge this uh, comment before we uh, fully, fully wrap wrap up. Uh, Miss Myasia, been dropping bombs all night. Thanks for joining us. Um, she says, there's a movement by cis women and DO men to erase the existence of trans women. Look at what happened with the lying heifer at the We Spa in L.A., She's conservative, religious, zealot, and a liar. And uh, for those of you who are not in the loop on that story, that was a story about a, a trans woman. I think she was kicked out for being nude. 
in a space where nudity was allowed. I think it was a locker room, wasn't it? Anywho, there was discrimination against the trans woman there. I don't have the news story right in front of me, but I did read um, that, you know, they, they, they kicked out this trans woman, which was obviously wrong. Um, but, uh, yeah, sorry. Well, I mean, how about how about a movement about, you know, being anti-conservative? Well, they um, they they protested that that was a it was a it was a it was a whole last thing, and I because I remember seeing the news story from uh, the local stations there, so they definitely did their work out there. You know, community showed up to protest that shit, which was dope. So, um, so anywho, um, really, I guess last final yes, Jerry Springer final word, I guess, really is just like. Oh, we got to do a better we got to do a better job at checking cis women that's that's out there sowing ignorance and bullshit, you know, sowing shame and, and and negativity about you know men who engage with the trans uh, community. So you know that's that's really what that's really what got my blood boiling with all this shit was that Black China saw a got saw a moment where she wanted to do a gotcha moment and embarrass this man, and it's just like. For what, nigga? Like, what are you getting out of this shit? Like, this is whack as fuck that you are trying to earn points by sensationalizing this man's proximity to the trans community, his engagement with women in the community. Now, you can... I don't know. There was a way better way I said it before. She could have come out, like... Because people were trying to say, oh, but that's her ex-baby daddy. She was trying to support. No, she could have supported. She could have supported. Um... But they, she didn't. She just, you know, got the easy, the cheap, the cheap thrill out of it and tried to get, you know, likes and be relevant again, but didn't work, I guess. She got canceled. But, you know, I think we got to do a better job at calling it out. Whenever we see it within cis women who are trying to shame men and set an environment where um, it's shameful for cis heterosexual men to deal with trans women. So I, I think. You know, men, women, trans women, we all got to be on that one. We got to stay on top of this shit because it ain't cool. Ain't cool at all. Um, and, you know, with that, we are mostly done with today's show. Thank everybody. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we are going to be back on on Monday. We are having a marriage and family therapist on the Men Like Us podcast on Monday evening, uh, about the same time. Um, she will be answering viewer questions. I have put some uh, feelers out there to get questions from men and women who are in relationships with trans individuals um, to, to, to ask their questions. Guys who are single to ask their questions. So we're going to have all sorts of questions answered by this um, by this professional. And it should be a pretty dope conversation. So um, she's a friend of the show and she'll She'll be back. It won't be the only time, but, you know, it's nice to have somebody who's a therapist that can really help us understand trauma and how that plays in our relationships a lot of times and what we really need to be looking for, how we need to be navigating this stuff, um, because we never had an expert on that subject come on the show to address men on it. So cool. I think it's going to be dope. She's a she's a trans woman herself. She's dope as fuck. I've been talking to her for a while. Um and uh, yeah, it's gonna be a dope show. So please tune in on Monday for that show. Look for it. We gonna be we will be live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, 
Uh, we are no longer going live on Twitter, not getting too much on that one. Um, well, you got to build it up. Also, <laughs> also uh, we are picking things up again on Clubhouse. So follow me on Clubhouse at MLU Chris, Big Chris TX. Also, um, if you have questions for that therapist, DM your questions to the Facebook and Instagram page. If you want to re remain anonymous, I think we're going to keep all the questions anonymous. We're just going to ask the questions. So please DM the questions to the to the different social media channels. But please like follow us on Twitter, Men Like Us Pod. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you are a subscriber. Please, 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 please subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the channel will help me reach more people, help me be easier to discover, easier to discover on YouTube. So we need we need your help, everyone. Um, and I think that's it. So until next time, uh, we will see y'all on Monday. I thank you again, Miss Maesha, Jessica, Rick, uh, Brianna, Yo, you, Betraya. What's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, you were supposed to plug Transfinity. Oh, right, 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 right. Thank you for reminding me, good sir. Um, I don't know the fucking what's it? Let me see here. Infinity, yeah, what it is? Oh Lord, oh yeah. There's other things called Transfinity, but um, <laughs> oh Lord, Transfinity art recordings. Yeah, we're gonna have to do this again another time, guys. This is not easy to find on the, on the fly, but uh, yeah, uh, we'll have we'll have Latreya on to uh, tell us what the, what, what Transfinity is all about. So, you know, shout out to Latreya. Thanks for joining us. Um, but yes, everybody, um, Algernon, Raw Foodie, Tracy, Michaela, Misha. Um, Rick Gordon, shout out to you, man. Good luck in the political ring, bro. G Mike, thanks for coming back as always. Kanisha, Katora, Cynthia, thanks so much. Um, Extraordinary Gene, shout out to Slam. Thanks for being on the show, bro. Uh, Roy Plump, as always, that's my that's my main man. Support that brother all day. Uh, Maddie, well, I think that's mostly everybody, but you know, thank you everyone for joining us. And we will see y'all next time, all right? All right.